0: sweet 20 something. Welcome to the free and well podcast. Do you want to feel more confident and stop second guessing and doubting yourself? Do you wake up feeling motivated and excited only to get caught up in comparison and find yourself distracted and wasting time on social media? Hey friend, I'm Devaney. I'm a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. I'm a therapist, life coach, and a dog mom. And I remember being right where you are doubting myself, comparing myself, and just wanting to feel content and confident in who I was and in my worth. I'm on a mission to share with you powerful psychology-based tools and simple steps so you can start growing your self-confidence, your self-compassion, and your self-worth, while also creating consistent, positive, healthy routines. It's time for you to stop second-guessing and comparing yourself, my friend freedom and confidence are calling. And even though I'm a therapist, this show is for educational purposes only. Information from the show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. It is your time. Let's dig in and take some real, authentic, perfectly imperfect action together. Let's go. So first things first, I want to announce that our giveaway winner is Kimberly A. So Kimberly A, head over, send me a DM on Instagram. We will get you set up either with your free coaching call or your Amazon gift card. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who left a review and entered the giveaway. And again, just a thank you to you for being here, for being here, for being part of this community every time that you download an episode, right? Every time that you listen to an episode, every time that you share an episode with a friend, every time that you share it on social, every time that you send me a DM letting me know how much you appreciate the show and how much you're getting out of it, seriously means so, so much to me. It means so much to me and then also helps us share this message, right? And we want this message to be getting out to more women, right, and just creating more more healing, more growth, more well-being out in the world. So I just want to say thank you for being here and thank you for everything that you've done to help this podcast grow. I just appreciate you so much. So what we're going to be talking about today is how to really start standing more in your worth and really how people-pleasing can be getting in your way of that. And so, of course, with that, I will be sharing some journal prompts and or tools to really support you in moving from the space of allowing people pleasing to be blocking you from standing in your worth to really allowing that people pleasing to start kind of loosening leaving that behind so you really can start standing in your self-worth. So what I want us to first start with is really just to think about for you, for you, what does it mean to stand in your worth? What would it mean to stand in your worth? And this is something that I love, love, love to ask my clients really with anything that we're digging into, but especially when we're thinking about goals for our work together is we're saying, okay, I want to, st- I really want to feel more self-worth, right? And this is something that I have heard from a lot of you. And so this idea of, I really want to stand more in my worth. I want to feel more self-worth. I want you to really take a second and journal out what would that really mean? What would that look like? What do you feel you would be doing if you were really standing in your worth? If you want to take a second, journal this out, kind of pause. Maybe you're on a walk. Maybe you just want to let this simmer for a second. Please hit pause. Take the time to ask yourself these questions. And that is another incredible, incredible benefit um, that I really enjoy providing and also that I enjoy in my own, you know, my, my own therapy and coaching and things like that is having a dedicated space where every week you have someone who's asking you these questions and, you know, really letting you sit there, sit with the questions and really reflect these out. Because a lot of us will listen to these questions. <laughs> Little tough love. Some of us will listen to these questions. We will listen to all the podcast episodes And we will not pause to actually think about what this means for me, right? We won't actually pause it and think about, okay, well, what would it look like for me to really be standing in my worth, to feel more self-worth? What would that really feel like for me? What do I think I'd be doing differently in my life? And so if you're not pausing and really reflecting on these things, Then, of course, these podcast episodes are going to feel really encouraging and inspiring, but you're going to get so much more out of them if you're actually pausing and taking the time to really reflect. And again, that is a huge, huge benefit of having a coach, right? Like, if you and I were to do coaching together, or like what I imagine with my therapy clients, and this is something that I appreciate so much about. You know, with my coach, with my therapist, is that they ask me the questions and I have to sit there and actually I have the dedicated time every, you know, every week, every couple weeks, whatever that looks like. I have a dedicated time that I know that someone is going to be asking me these questions and helping me learn, grow, focus on myself, focus on my healing and really that consistent movement, right? That consistent growth and healing That dedicated space is so important. So again, encouraging you to take the pause, journal it out if you need to, just let that simmer, right? What would that really look like for me? So I wanna share with you some examples of what I believe standing in your worth can look like, can feel like, and this is not to say that my list is correct, but I just wanna give you some examples. I just wanna give you some examples. So some ways that I believe We show up when we are fully standing in our worth. Is that we feel really connected to ourselves. We deeply, genuinely appreciate who we are and what we have to give to the people around us and to the world. We share our feelings and our needs with the people around us we reflect and are very intentional with our yeses and our nos. So we're not just, you know, giving our time and our energy to everyone and saying yes to all the things because we know that our time and our energy is so valuable and so we're really intentional with setting those boundaries with what we say yes to, with what we commit to. When we're standing in our worth, We are having more fun in our lives. We are showing up as our most authentic selves. And we know, even if we have moments of wavering, because we are human, we are not going to... No one is going to feel these all of the time. That's my own personal belief about that, because we're human, we all have our moments. But if you are solid in your self-worth, you believe that without you having to do or be anything else besides who you are right now, you do not need to do, you do not need to achieve, you do not need to give, you do not need to serve, you do not need to grow who you are right now and just being that person, you are inherently deserving of care, of well-being, of being treated well, and of the things that are on your heart, right? Like your dreams, your goals, things like that. But really at that, at that root level, at that root foundational level, you believe that you deserve love and care and respect and well-being just because you are a human and you are alive and you are here. And that piece is so important. So, so important. So when we think about people-pleasing and how people-pleasing can really get in our way of standing in our worth, right? So when we think about people-pleasing, what this can look like, and I'm curious which ones of these you resonate the most with, but but really what comes up for me and what's really you know come up on my journey of people-pleasing is being so preoccupied, being so deeply preoccupied with what other people are thinking about me, with what other people's possible reactions are going to be to my choices. So if I tell someone no, how are they gonna feel? What are they gonna be thinking about me? How are they gonna judge me, right? If I, if I do A, B, or C, what is their reaction going to be? And how can I curb that and really try to make sure that that's positive? So much of the focus is on really trying, I don't want to use the word control, but kind of. It's like we really want to control how other people are feeling or thinking about us in general. And so much of your mental energy is on that, is wondering, worrying, what ifs, how are they going to respond? What are they going to think? What will that mean for me? What will that mean about me? Right? And so what that does when we are so preoccupied with making sure that other people are feeling happy with us, when we are so preoccupied with how other people are going to feel about us, how they're going to respond to this, who, <laughs> who, who, not, not an owl, but who... Who is caring for you? Right? How connected are you to yourself, to your worth, to your needs, to your dreams and your goals and your vision if, you know, 50%, 60%, 70% of your energy every day is going towards controlling and wondering and focusing on other people's reactions, responses, feelings about you? How much of your mental and heart space energy is going towards making sure people have a certain opinion of you, a certain perception of you, are happy with you, and that takes so much of your energy to where then you don't have a lot of energy left to show up in your life and have more fun, to be openly you, to. Express yourself to express your needs and your feelings. To set boundaries. To think about, wow, what would I do this week to take care of myself? How how can I take better care of myself this week? What's a boundary that I need to set this week? What's something I maybe need to delegate this week? What's something I'm gonna say no to this week? We aren't spending much energy on those things because we're spending so much energy. You know whether it's preventatively like really proactively trying to make sure that everyone around us is happy. And I'm not trying to say that that is a bad thing because we are meant to be in relationship. We are of course meant to serve and give and love, right? And have healthy relationships, but we are not meant to be pouring out, you know, 70% of our energy on that. And if we're being super real with ourselves, when we are in that people-pleasing pattern, that isn't creating super authentic connection for us that feels really real and intimate and connected. That's not what's happening when we're in that people-pleasing pattern. Right? We're trying to like, how can I make sure that everyone's happy? How can I make sure they don't get upset with me? If they are upset with me, what can I do to fix it? And again, relationships are very important. What I'm trying to encourage you in is thinking about is the amount of energy that you're spending in this people-pleasing space, how much of your energy is getting soaked up there versus how much, if we were to look at a pie chart, right? I love, I love doing this with my clients because I'm so visual. So I'm like, okay, I, I, always, <laughs> I always ask them to have a journal out and a pen so we're, we're mapping it out, right? Draw out a pie chart. And when we think about how much of your energy, you have this whole 100% of energy to give each day, how much of your energy is going towards making sure everyone around you is super happy that no one's upset, Taking on things that are not truly for you, saying yes to commitments, doing, then having to follow through on those commitments that are not for you, that are not, you know, growing your life in any way, that aren't even really serving your relationships necessarily. Because sometimes we do things (laughs) that we don't necessarily want to do because they're important to the people around us, right? But I'm saying we're saying yes to these things that really aren't. We're just saying yes because we don't want to upset someone. That's very different than, oh, I'm saying yes because this really matters to someone that I really care about and I really want to show up for them. Those are two very different things. So how much energy are we putting into that people-pleasing pattern versus how much energy are we putting into how I want to take care of myself? Right, Healing our self-talk, being kind to ourselves, taking care of yourself. Engaging in those fun things. Like what do you want to do for fun? How much energy? So I just wanted to share that to really illustrate how people-pleasing can really get in our way of standing in our worth. Because when we're in that people-pleasing pattern, we are putting other people's opinions and realistically... A lot of these are made up in our head if we're super honest with ourselves, right? Yes, sometimes it is the other person, but I can imagine, for me, I feel like a lot of my people-pleasing challenges were actually things that I could have worked on in my own mind. It wasn't even things that necessarily were actually happening. It was more of these what-ifs. I mean, blend that with anxiety, which I, right, I struggle with anxiety, and so, you know, that people-pleasing blended with anxiety is like... It's a lot of the mental chatter in my own mind versus not even a lot of that was actually happening in the world. It was a lot of what was happening internally for me, my own mental chatter, where my own mind space was focused, where I was giving my mental energy to. So when we're focused on that, when we're engaging in this people-pleasing pattern of How are they going to feel? What are they going to respond? Well, let me make sure that I do exactly what I need to do to really avoid some type of like them being upset, them being disappointed, them being hurt. What we're doing is we're really prioritizing, if we had a priority ladder, we're really prioritizing someone else's opinion over your authentic expression in that moment, right? So maybe, let's use the example, you want to share a really important feeling that you have. You've been feeling a certain way towards this person. Maybe you're feeling really hurt or disappointed. You want to express it to them. You're really worried about how they're going to respond, right? And so really thinking about if you are avoiding sharing that because you're, you don't want to hurt them, you don't want to add to their plate, you don't want them to get upset with you, you are prioritizing their reaction over your need to share that, right? So if we looked at a priority ladder, what's up top is their reaction, their response to this, right? And then down a little further, we have your feeling, your need to really be authentic here and to really communicate what's going on. And really, that's what's That's what creates the space for us to really genuinely connect with people. And I don't want to make it seem like it's not hard because this is something that I've been (laughs) learning a lot. It's really difficult. It's really, really difficult. It's really difficult. So what I want you to acknowledge is just this idea of like, How, when when people pleasing is really impacting our worth, right? And how that happens is by us putting someone else's reaction, someone else's emotions above our own, above our own needs, right? Because if you are truly standing in your worth of, I deserve respect, I deserve care, I deserve to be seen and heard, Solely, just because I'm alive and I'm a human here. I deserve those things. I am worthy of those things because I'm a human and I'm here. Right? We are then going to prioritize sharing our needs, sharing our feelings, expressing ourselves, being intentional with what we commit to, right? Setting boundaries, And even being ourselves, right? Being openly you, having more fun in your life because you know that just being an inherently you, as a human, you deserve those things. So what I would encourage you in is really just starting to reflect on when, like just starting to notice when this is coming up for you, right? Just starting to notice when this is coming up for you and I want you to really I would love for you to journal out what would it mean for you to really stand in your worth what are some of the things that I mentioned that you're like yes I want to focus more on this I want to focus more on instead of just habitually instinctively like right when someone asks me to do something I say yes I want to start pausing. I want to be more intentional with that. I want to start saying no more to things that really aren't for me so my schedule is not freaking overloaded and I have no time to actually exercise or, you know, do something for fun or see my friends or, right? Maybe that's what's coming up for you. Or maybe you're in a place where you want to take better care of yourself, And you're like, I really want, self-worth for me would really look like having more consistent routines. I would have a morning routine. I would have, you know, maybe a meditation practice. I would be spending time in the Word. I would be going to the gym or going to yoga or getting outside, going on hikes. Maybe you'd be doing more creative things. What would that look like for you? If you were to really lean into... If you were to really lean into standing in your self-worth, knowing that you are the determiner of your worth, you are worthy of your needs being known and heard, of speaking up, of being yourself freely in the world, of being cared for by yourself, by others, of being respected by yourself, by others... What would it look like for you to stand more in that self-worth, to experience more self-worth on a daily basis? What would you be doing differently? How would you be treating yourself differently? How would you be speaking to yourself differently? And maybe what are some habits that you'd be stepping into or letting go of, right? And these are all Powerful, powerful things to pause and reflect on. And these are absolutely things that I work on in my confidence breakthrough coaching calls with my clients. These are things that we work on together with my clients. So if this is something where you're like, okay, I have an idea, but I really need some help, I really, really need some help creating a plan, really getting so clear on what's coming up for me and creating a plan to actually make this happen and stick with it? Definitely, definitely send me a sunflower emoji over on Instagram, okay? I would love to connect with you and we can just chat more about what a coaching call would look like or if that's a good step for you. Nothing, you know, no pressure or anything like that, but just to chat more about it if you feel like you need some help. So really reflecting on what would that look like for you? Because the really beautiful thing is that when we think about people-pleasing patterns and habits and behaviors, we learned those, and at some point, they were really helpful, right? So at some point in my childhood, (laughs) I can pinpoint some very fun experiences where, yes, I learned that I needed to do that because it was the best way that I knew how to handle the situations that I was going through, right? I needed to make sure that the people around me were happy. I needed to make sure that the people around me were feeling good, weren't upset with me. So those are things that we learn, but now as adults, we get to choose something different. We get to say, okay, I'm acknowledging this was helpful for me at a time, and now I get to learn something else. I get to learn a different way of responding. So instead of having our people-pleasing tendencies be in the driver's seat, we get to choose what do we want in the driver's seat? And for some people, that could be, you know, maybe maybe they're like, "Oh, I just really want to feel more focused on my goals, on my dreams, on the life that I really want to create. Maybe it's having different relationships, maybe it's having a more fulfilling career, maybe it's more travel, more adventure. What are the things that you want driving you? Right? Because so often what happens is that people-pleasing pattern is in the driver's seat and is what's driving a lot of our choices. And so if we're able to pause and reflect and realize like, oh my gosh, holy Toledos, that people-pleasing pattern is in the driver's seat right now. That is really driving the show. <sighs> Do you want that driving your life? Do you want that driving a lot of your choices? Do you want that driving how you show up in the world? Right? Right? And acknowledging, okay, it was helpful for a time, but I'm in a space now where I don't want that in the driver's seat anymore. I want me, my best self, my healing, my whole self to be in the driver's seat. I want to be focused more on my goals, on my dreams, on my vision for my life, more than I'm focused on this people-pleasing pattern that's been coming up for me. Right, all Doing all of that with grace and compassion for yourself. Grace and compassion for yourself because it's a lot. It's a lot. This is not an overnight process. (laughs) I can tell you that. I've been working on this stuff in my own therapy and coaching for years, and I am still working on it. (laughs) It just comes up in different ways. But I appreciate you, and I want you to just pause, take a nice big breath, This was a lot. Take a nice big breath. You are doing great, incredible, powerful work here. It matters. You matter. You growing and healing and starting to show up in the world as your best self, as your healed, whole, well self is so important and is so valuable and you have so much to give the world. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode spoke to you and encouraged you. Also, I have an online community that is just for you. Head to freeandwellcommunity.com and make sure that you enter your email address so that you can get weekly journal prompts from me and be the first to hear about new episodes. All right, my friend, I will see you at our next coaching coffee date. Have a beautiful rest of your day.